night in the valley of the sunstroke and you guys are all listening to the absolute geek podcast introduce yourself boys i'm corbin uh, i put my name comic book barbarian but i thought that was cool that is cool <laughs> thank you sir i am tim and i am not socal rob mm. i like it okay we're gonna we're definitely talking about him tonight <laughs> Mr. Rob, don't don't, don't call him. him. Don't call him. Don't give him the dignity of Mister. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> okay then. Let's knock that off the record. <laughs> oh so, boy. How is everybody tonight? How was your guys' week? <sighs> long, long. It was long. It felt like Monday and Tuesday, and then Wednesday was like another Monday, Tuesday, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh Friday, great. So you know. I'm glad we're here for the weekend. That's I don't know if I speak for everyone, but that's that's me. Oh, I'm so glad it was such a long week. Oh my gosh. You know what I noticed today? So I I, I mean I've talked about this before, but I got a super long commute to go to work. It's like I think my commute is like twenty-five miles or something. Boy. And uh so I take a lot of freeways and a lot of regular streets and I'll, I try to find a lot of shortcuts. Everybody drives crazy all the time, but I swear to fucking God tonight it went above and beyond for everybody. Like I've never even driving to work and driving home from work. Everybody I didn't, I must've not got the memo that says fuck everybody. I'm going to drive exactly how I want, when I want and where I want. Because that's what everybody did on the way to work and the way home tonight. It was like, so like, I, here's a good example. I was driving home and the road was backed up. There was an accident. So we were all having to merge. Mm-hmm. It was so backed up, but this, this lady wouldn't let me merge. I was starting to drive into the desert because she wouldn't like, so I tried slowing down, but it was slow enough that like there was no way to get in. It was bumper to bumper. And this lady, I was stuck next to this lady and she almost drove me off into a tree. Wow. Zero fucks to give. Really? Zero fucks. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And it's just, I don't know. It just seemed like everybody was extra crazy today. I don't know if it's a, if it's the last part of the full moon. I don't, I don't know what it is. Spooky season coming up, you know. Might as well let let the let the craziness come out a little I, early. I guess. I I don't yeah. know how to respond. We yeah. we don't have a desert where I am, so I mean I don't know how big a deal that is. Uh, it sounds bad though. Where are you at, Tim? <laughs> Virginia. 
Oh, snap. Okay. So you just get ran off into the water, I take it then? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and into the water, into the swamp, you know, what, in, whatever. politicians? Whatever, possibly. <laughs> Whatever's convenient. <laughs> There's a convenient mudslide. I'm going to run you off into that. <laughs> no, mudslides are the other coast. Ah, uh, I barely. <laughs> well, somebody knows their geography. Yep. Yeah, not Corbin. No, no. I'm a history major. Geography's, I mean, you'd think, you'd think, but you'd be wrong. <laughs> also, I mean, real quick, I, I do want to say my week was made today, actually. Um, I got to give a shout out to Michael Stout. I got a pack, like, I went out today, got the mail, and I saw a package. And the first thing I said was, oh, I didn't order anything. Like, you know, I don't know what this is. Dressed to me. So I opened up, and it was like this really cool letter. You know, Michael sent me a bunch of cool comics. In fact, I have them here uh, for those who can see. Well, that's one, and there's my camera. Hard to figure it out. I got, like, a bunch of um, Batman detective comics, um, a bunch of Batman from the Nightfall run, including one of my favorite appearances, um, my early Mr. Freeze. Well, in, in the nightclub. In the nightclub. In the Nightfall run. Ooh, there we go. And uh, anyway, I just want to say thank you. Um, really helped me out a little bit. A whole bunch of comics I haven't had Um and Michael said you was going through a rough week, so I hope your week's getting better, man. I really appreciate you made mine um, definitely a positive uptick after the way it's been. So I want to say thank you for that. It was a kind gesture, um, and I really, really appreciate it. Just wanted to get that out. That's that's awesome. You got your books. That's awesome. That they sent them. I mean, that's mm-hmm. one thing that I found about this that's so great about doing this podcast and mm-hmm. being able to, you know, like we've gotten to meet Tim, we got to meet Michael, we've gotten to meet so many cool people. And just for somebody to go out of their way mm-hmm. to to help you out like that, as as I, I think you know, it's truly what builds an awesome community, and it, and it's one of the reasons why just knowing one that there's the people that listen to us are so willing to help each other, it's awesome, and the fact that that we get to help people through shitty times, good times, happy times, that's why I like to come here every week because. That's what makes it super fun for me because I know I'm fucking brightening up you assholes' lives every week. <laughs> no, I, I definitely appreciate it, especially having been on Lily a couple of times and kind of just find my footing. It meant a lot. So I'm with you, man. That was it really got me. <laughs> I mean, that's so awesome. Like I mean, how many times do you really get to hear that where just the people just are just kind like that? So I yeah. big shout out. I love it. I'm gonna have to send you something cool, Michael. Yeah, I'm I'm working on a card or something myself, so for sure. <laughs> yeah, I got a cool. Uh, so, so what I want to talk start with is here's you know we used to do the little comic book, how to collect, what to do with collecting. I've got part nineteen uh, <laughs> of comic book collecting is. Do not wait three weeks to pick up your books. <laughs> when it's three weeks, this is what the stack looks like. Oh, to say nothing of the paycheck. That's, that's three weeks? That's three weeks. It's solid off. Uh, somebody's about to show me up. So it's one more reason why you should always make sure to, if you've got a pull box at your local comic book store, to make sure you pick it up. And it does, you know, when I walked in and they said $101, I was like, fuck. 
Damn, one hundred. Are you kidding me? See, I'm the kind of guy who'll go get my pull list and then grab like a trade paperback or two that I'm really interested in, and then end up paying like fifty bucks when I could have paid like twenty or thirty. But one hundred and one, dude. Three weeks worth, dude. Although I do gotta say, um, did you read the the Tales into the Dark Multiverse? Book? I haven't read. I haven't got to read anything yet. Oh, okay. Well, then let me not talk about it. But yes. boy. Boy, is it good. Um, basically, like a darker version of like Marvel's What If, but into um, my personal favorite Batman run, which is kind of sad, but the Batman Nightfall. Um, what would happen if when Batman would take the mantle back from Azrael, Batman lost? Like, what would come out of that? Really good. I highly suggest you read that. Um, or anyone, really. It was, it was a very good read. The artwork was amazing. Really enjoyed it. Can't wait for the next one. So I will show you one going week. through. Whoa. One week. Oh, I thought I collected a lot. Dude, yes, that's got to be shame. I got like eight. You end up with, with cool shit like this. Right. I dude, I couldn't get that one. I wanted to get that's that sick. one. So let everybody know what that is, Tim. Uh, it is the Codex variant of Absolute Carnage versus Deadpool number three by Mark Bagley. Uh you know who Mark, you know, everyone knows who Mark Bagley is. Mm-hmm. He's the reason we have Amazing Spider-Man 360. He was the artist on that too. Wow. So, no, what no, other no, cool no. did you get? The only other one that uh, this, but it's I mean no, it's an art germ. Everybody kind of gripes about art germ, but I still like his work. Mm-hmm. Was that this I mean, week? Yeah. yeah. And all the women look the same, everybody says, but, you know, uh, that's cool. <laughs> this is my they, are, they all look the same where Wonder Woman comes from, too, right? Right. I'm scared. Oh, that's nice. Yes. So, and then, so, what I do is on top of my regular polls, I ask my comic store very nicely if um, they would, certain artists if they do the cover or something or yeah, it's a variant, will you put it in my, Oh yes. Who did that one? Adam Hughes. It's, oh yes. What is that? Captain America. 15. 15? Mary Jane. Oh man. That's, that's beautiful. Wow. So, so my cool pickups for the last couple of weeks would be, like I said, I think this is the art germ one for this, for, Vampirella. And then I have a few, like I have, so on top of what I was saying, like on top of my regular polls, I have like Art Germ, uh, Middleton, J. Scott Campbell, Jock, Raphael Albuquerque, when, um, Matina. When any of these artists do covers, I ask if they will make sure I get them. So I think I'm sure most everyone got this, but it's J. Scott Campbell, Fantastic Four. Right. And then I got Matina's uh, Spawn 301. And then I got the, the J. Scott Campbell 301s. Oh, okay. So the Virgin and the regular. 
So sometimes, a lot of times, I forget that um, I have subscribed to all this different shit. So some weeks it's like I go, "Whoa, what the fuck is all that?" And then I have to start going through and go, "Oh, there's the J. Scott Campbell cover. Oh, there's a Middleton cover. Oh, there's an Art Jim. You know, I mean, I all my doing this." And I was like, "Oh crap." Uh, was it was it Batman this week in Matina? Is that Matina? I haven't gone through that one yet. I, I'm not sure. So I got all my connecting covers for House and Power of X. Got so. What other pickups did you have this week, Tim? Uh. Batman's the usual that cap because it was a uh, Adam Hughes uh, X Men one. I got that uh, the multiverse book that Corbin was talking about. Did, uh, you, did read you read it? that? Did you like that one? I haven't read it yet. Um, it's been oh, a man. busy week. It is yeah. Tina. Um, uh, Absolute Carnage. All that you know, Scream. All the absolute carnage stuff. Um, that the JJ Abrams Spider Man, and uh, Captain Marvel. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, I was uh, I, like you were saying about different artists. I try to get anything Adam Hughes and Captain Marvel. Oh. And this. Mm, yeah, that's a good Spider-Man one. Because uh, I, I'm kind of a sucker for Amanda Connor. So anything that she works on, I kind of pick up. So that's what got me into Captain Marvel. So, wow. So what what books did you pick up this week, Corbin? Um, I got uh, – I started on the – I didn't start, but I grabbed – X-Men, um, obviously the the multiverse one I was talking about. Um, try to get some more of the tie-ins to the Year of the Villain. Uh-huh. Other than reading the Batman Eiffel one, I haven't finished reading of them. J.J. Amos Spider-Man I've been on. Um, I've, I've had to work my pull list because certain books I'd fallen out of favor of and just had kept going and kept getting. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of reworking. So this is the first one that I've gotten like... Um, my original, so all of the Spider-Man for me, all of the Batman, Detective Comics, so like, you know, 12 or 13 of them. Yeah. Um, and then I read the multiverse, and I also, like I said, I'm a comic dude who, I'll grab my pull list and then I'll look around the dollar bins and I'll look into like, the half-price trade paperbacks and kind of augment my collection that way. So I grabbed a really cool um, Essential X-Men, like, the volume one, so like, you know, the black and white reprints, but early um, work of uh, Chris Claremont um, from 1975. Um mm-hmm. You know, they spawned Batman, um, the Frank Miller, uh, Todd McFarlane uh, team up in 1994. So I think I might get that signed um, next week for uh, I think Todd McFarlane's doing a signing. So I was thinking about doing that, but that was pretty cool. It's one of my favorites. Um, and that was really about it for this week. I was kind of sick out the last week, but I'm planning on going this weekend, uh, really indulging my uh, pull list and digging in deep on these books. Speaking of Miller, did you guys see that Superman year one Miller cover this week? Yes. 
No, what does it look like? It's bad. Even for Miller, it's bad. Who I'll have to look it up. It's, it's it's yeah clunky i mean uh, this building artwork though i think it's it like goes between like did you like the batman dark knight new uh, i thought that was horrible too yeah but as bad as this I, one I don't, I, I don't know i think the fact that wonder woman was on this is what made it worse because <laughs> she looks like a boxer that got the shit kicked out of her for 30 rounds that's all of his yes the yes i mean but it's different when it's a woman yeah it does look a little yeah i agree with that i agree with that <laughs> yikes so you uh so tim you you also picked up some cool amazing spider-mans this week too right yeah i already put them in the vault though man don't worry about it <laughs> it seems like Tim's got the hookup on the Spider-Man books. So you're trying to complete a run of one to seven hundred, three hundred, as as far as I can get. Wow. How many do you think you got now? Oh, I can tell you. I can pull in the CLZ. Look at somebody's organized. Uh, you got to be when you're buying books that are fairly expensive. Uh, I'm like a. I don't keep track of nothing. Uh, into uh, volume one, I got 125 books. I can't remember where volume two starts. In the 400s. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. I probably got like 20 books below 100, something like that. My lowest one's 20. 20. Hey, that's 20, 20 Spidey's a hard, that's a hard run to get. Yeah, 20 and 27 are my two lowest ones. Nice. I don't even know what Spider-Man books I know. All I know is I have like two long boxes full of Amazing Spider-Man. You need this app. (laughs) What is it? CLZ. Does it cost money? 15 bucks. Pass. You know what? All my comic books are right here. Nah, it's worth it, man. You put it, you put it. Everything that doesn't have a barcode, you have to put it manually. All your new stuff when you go to the store every week, you just scan. Oh, nice. That is pretty cool, though. It make for a lot less buying of duplicates. Yeah, and it you just it lumps your collection in. Does it give you, you a value and stuff too, or does it just tell you what you got? It gives you a value on slabs. So if you put in there that it's graded at whatever it tells you so uh so uh, well so, i'm trying to find something quick i gotta stop i'm just playing uh here like let me do let me see if i can do this all right everybody this is my first time so there nope, you go. i didn't do it Darn it. Oh, well. There you guys can see it. Finally got it to focus. So. Yeah. All right. So, well, I guess we'll get into the meat and potatoes of our show, right? Let's do it. Love me some meat. So, I think the good place where we should start is, I I know you guys watching Walking Dead. No. 
Sorry. What's the Walking, what's the walking Dead? Ah, oh, you guys are fucked. Thank you, me. Tim. Thank you. Dead. Someone is with me. me. No, I, I haven't watched the season yet. Oh, but I you do watch quit. it, though. I, I quit, and these clowns got me back in it. Oh, see, they tried, but I'm I'm good. I'm really good. I appreciate it, but no, nah, I'm happy to hear about it here. Tell me, tell me, Kyle, what happened? What's up? So, the cool thing about this episode, it, it was here. I'll, I'll go with the Joker approach to my Walking Dead episode two. Okay, nine point eight. It's a nine point eight, man. Out the and a half floor. couch cushion. Seventeen couch cushions, a Persian rug, nineteen ottomans. Now. It was a slow burn. It's a Joker movie. It's a fucking slow burn. It's a little bit of development, a little bit of backstory, giving you some. So what you got to do is you got to see how Alpha and Beta met and what brought it along. And and then it was as it was doing that, it was bouncing between them deciding, hey, these motherfuckers have crossed the border again like they're not supposed to. So, but I, th- I mean, it was a very slow episode, but you know what? Like... I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. There wasn't a lot of action. It was, it, it moved really slow, but first there was something about it that uh, I was like, Oh man, this is a great episode. I, I don't know what it was. Look at that. Matt's in the chat. He can watch. The chat. Get the, get to fucking eating, Matt. <laughs> Chow down, bro. Eat your meat. Let's hey, go. How can you block? How can I block him? No, <laughs> So, and the, the only thing I still don't like is it's still pretty much in the same time where the satellite has crashed. So they're still in like the same day, which is kind of cool because I guess they're kind of showing it from what happened to everybody when the satellite, you know, came through and, you know, crashed next to Oceanside. So I guess that's kind of cool. But the satellite thing is still stupid. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> So, I thought it was good. So, but whatever. But you guys didn't watch it, so I can't fucking have any fun talking about it because you guys suck. I'm sorry. So, I'm I would go something that I know you guys want to talk about. <sighs> it's fucking Kevin Feige pretty much getting to run shit as the man. What do you guys think of that? About him being the the chief creative officer? Like, what do you think about that? Uh, uh, <laughs> Kevin Feige? Yeah. No, I, I know. I'm, I'm just saying. I, I what did I say? No, I think I think I think Tim was making oh, a joke, you, right? You yeah, I was about to say. I'm pretty sure he was joking around. No, um, it was a, sorry, it was a slow burn. There you go. It'll hit him in a minute. There's a lot of character build to that joke. <laughs> it hasn't quite caught up to be funny yet. But it will. Trust. No. But, but um, as soon as it, as soon as it puts the makeup on, it'll be all right. <laughs> I think this is interesting. He's definitely put the work in. He's kind of made their cinematic universe, brought in millions of dollars. Like, I mean, the dude, you know, he has direction now. Like, he's he's put the work in to kind of prove it. I don't really have a negative thought about it. Like, that's a lot of pull he has now. Um, basically, I think there's, what, one other guy above him now in, like, the Marvel, like, chain of command. Um, and I guess he's even directly kind of behind some comics now, like the comic lines and, and such. So that's interesting. Um, so what do you what do you think he's if you could speculate and say this is what I think he's going to do now that he can actually run um, comics as well 
what do you think he's going to try to do with the comics and the movies? I mean, make them one, maybe not, maybe use the comics to not kind of bleed too much into the movie. So you'll have comic kind of characters. I think if he's developing or running a certain storyline, they'll do what they're doing, but as long as they don't interfere, like killing certain people that he may adopt into the movies and making it like a hand and fist type of um, deal where they basically work with each other, you know? And I think that could be helpful because, Hey, you watch the movies, bam, you want to continue the story in between read the comics, that kind of thing. I don't think he's going to do that, but like, that'll be interesting in my opinion. However, I think that with this, he can just have more control over the comics and the movies and not have anything kind of blending to each other. Don't agree, Tim? I think it's a bad idea. Why is that? I think he's done great with the movies. I think the movies have been, for the most part, based off the creativeness or the intellectual properties of Marvel and of the creators. So I think now that you're creating and your mindset might be set forward to movies, uh, things might change for the not 100% for the better. So you think he's going to try to take that movie thing, he's going to try to implement it too much into, into our weekly comic books? I, I think that a lot of decisions that might get made for the weekly comic books are going to be because of trying to make it work in a movie Um, instead of where they took all the stories that we liked and, or loved for all that, you know, embraced and they modified them, took a little creative Liberty with them to implement them, to make them look good for a movie, which some of them understand some of them. Why would you do that? but they've seemed to have worked so far. So he's not a stupid man, but if he can steer the entire ship and not just borrow things from the ship, uh, it might not be the best of ideas. Whoops. Sorry. No, no problem. I see. (laughs) Uh, You know what I think would actually be kind of cool if what they did was, so you, you know how when we have movies and there's, Sometimes movies will reference something that's happened in the past or something that's happened prior to the events of going on in the movie. It would be kind of cool to like, okay, so we'll say Black Panther is going to come out. And then what they do is they do this other cool story that will kind of intertwine into the movie. And then you get a little backstory on something that you can actually read. And then when you go to the movie, you have this this kind of double experience building truly enhancing that world. So it's not every two, three years you get a lead off on what happened to Wakanda in black Panther, black Panther two, you can read the weeklies and see whatever stories, big or small exist between then and now. Ideally, I guess that's how I'd like it to work. Realistically, I don't think so, but I'm with you on that column in the sense that you can expand and kind of keep that world congruent in that way. Or maybe like a spinoff, like, okay, like, you know, there's some of it like, you know, we'll take like a Guardians of the Galaxy type and then like, like maybe Rocket, like then something from Rocket can like break off of it after the movie, you know, like, like say they end the movie with them having to split ways instead of making two separate movies. It'd be kind of cool if one of them was actually a comic book. And then when the movies came back together, we had this backstory already without having to make another dumb movie in the movie. <laughs> 
Okay. But there, here's my problem with that. Number one, say, so Black Panther 2. Say it All comes right. out in 20, 2022, just for a random example. And you're going to build to it. But you've decided that, and the script is still a work in progress. So now are you just going to tread water in the comic book and make the comic book suck while you're getting the script in order to be able to build towards that? Because you're, you know what I mean? You don't have material. You're not sure where it's going. So you just have to tread water. Where you know you do like kind of, backstory, like side notes, little things that happened before the big thing that that when they reference it, you can be like, oh yeah, that was issue fifteen. So like the comics that do like the prelude account, like the prelude approach. Is that what I you're know, referring to? Yeah, I see what you're right. saying, Tim. That's a very tricky territory in that. But yes, I can see that. I can see you know since you know comics come out once a month, and if the, so, if they started today and the comic and the movie comes out in 2021, and we've got you know 15 comics, and all of a sudden they're like, nope. At at month 11, they said, nope, the script's different, and we're filming. Now you're fucked. Like yeah. That's what I see. And then you're like, okay, that was a pointless story. We still got a cool story out of it, but now it's not what they were wanting to do. I mean, I guess it would have to be like really dialed in. Like, like close to that thing I'm thinking is like Star Wars Legends, like the books that they did, all those tie-ins, they built that whole entire world around all those movies. Disney bought over and everything became invalid and they did this new stories, obviously following the direction of the movies. So I could see something with that where you come invest in these stories and these characters and everything and they're immediately declared invalid because of a different direction that the studio's taking. If a new producer takes over, that makes sense to me. I get that. Go ahead. That's just kind of what I see. I, I think, you know, movies movies have a long, drawn-out planning period, and comic books don't have as far to go. But what if when, they did it all together, and then they said, okay, we've got our script for the movie. We're going to release it here. Start your script, but this is when comic A comes out. Then everything is kind of already set. Yeah, well, you know, that doesn't always pan out. I mean, uh, look at look at the Green Lantern Corpse movie we were supposed to get like two years ago. True. True that. Or like they just shelved uh, um, fuck, I can't remember what it's called. I shouldn't have done um, What, New Mutants? No. No, 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 no. X-Men. Gambit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that, that deserved to die on the table. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You're going to introduce to a character like starting, you haven't even had the universe set up. I mean, you're starting a new franchise on a franchise that's dead. That game would have came out and it's not part of the Disney universe yet or wouldn't have been part. No. No, I'm good. I'll sound like that. I I wasn't happy about the the C Tates being involved. Not a fan (laughs) of that casting. I mean, so you think maybe after it starts lining back up, you would like to see it with somebody else? Yeah. If you're gonna do it again, it's I don't. I understand that the guy is gonna sell tickets because of Magic Mike and everything else. He's not a great actor. He just <laughs> he, he he's Ouch. a pretty dude, you know. Dude, he was awesome in Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, Twenty Two Jump Street, even better, right? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, I mean, look, if The Rock can keep getting like, I don't think The Rock's a good actor, but he puts butts in seats yeah. and people tune in to watch him. Like, The Rock has charisma, though. What role did he? Do? What just got oh. announced that he's going to be in Black Adam? Yeah. Yeah. They had a date for it. And enough that they're making it an anti-hero movie and like not just a villain for Shazam. Like he's actually getting a movie off it. I get what you mean, Tim, like charisma, but I don't think he's any better than than in terms of like acting ability. Like I think um Tatum's all right in that department. Is he as like widespread as the rock? But literally, like they make jokes about how he plays the same role in every movie. But like the movies make fun of it. Like it, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's he's a walking parody in that sense, but I'm not saying he's bad. He's just not a great actor, but I'd put him obviously above Tatum, but I'm not saying that Tatum's just like a stiff, you know? You can't do the same thing with like a John Cena. Yeah. They're, still, they're selling that movie based off his face, even though you can't see him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know true. what I mean? He He's not a good actor and he looks like Ernest now. <laughs> it's weird. He does, doesn't he? It's weird. What was that face for Corbin? You didn't realize that? No. <laughs> Now he can Google, Google it side by side. Yeah, I was looking up Tatum when you said it to kind of see what his new stuff was in, but you're right. Let me see that. You said Ernest. I'm like, what? Yeah. Let me check this out. Yeah, wow. it's it's freak. It's freaky scary that they look so much alike now. So it's so what I thought was crazy going on is yikes. Yeah, they look a lot alike, huh? Yeah, geez. I'm... So what do you think of all the drama with uh, uh, fucking Hawkeye and his ex-wife? Yo, that is some messy stuff, man. I mean, that's not crazy. That is some messy stuff. when you backburner somebody, man. You put somebody in a movie like that that makes all that money and you backburner him. What's going to happen? He's got to act out. <laughs> it's yeah. Both of them are being crazy, though. Like, Yeah. The accus- like. It can't even be like modest accusations back and forth. It's got to be like they said. They said if ten is the highest we can go with craziness, we're gonna bump that motherfucker up to twelve. Because you can't skip eleven. Yeah, you have eleven. They skipped. You can't skip eleven. I mean, they legit insane in the membrane with that stuff. Like that's, and you could see social media just picking sides and jumping over it and it, it, it's just gonna be it's a mess i mean on both sides i was like, okay let's see the other side of the story because i knew it was gonna be another side of the story obviously but i mean there's already been enough like suspect shady stories about jeremy renner already that like you can't not you can't throw it all out but at the same time like geez it's just a mess i don't even i don't know has there is there that is there that much hawkeye drama i've heard i've heard some things in the past um I haven't heard a lot in the for prior, but just these just these last two articles that came out are just. I mean, like what is other stuff that he's done that's been brought to attention? Because I know, like, well, he his wife came, his ex wife came out and said he was threatening to kill himself and her, but not in that order. Um, and then so his ex wife comes out, or he comes out and says, you know what? That bitch is sexually disturbing. Like, what, what what is going on here? Like, I don't understand what first off, I can't understand why they just don't keep it fucking quiet. Like, why do they need to blast that shit? If he was or how do they get out? Like, do you think like is he 
about to start pumping up a new movie or something. So let's fucking let's get out there and let's start uh let's start getting some publicity going. Let's get my name in there or what? Well, that's the thing. Like, what is he? What's I, I don't. I mean, and looking at his filmography now, and there's nothing I see like huge coming up. Like, I can see if it's coming out in front of Endgame or something. You know what I mean? He was in a tag too. Yeah, but like this is oh, that yeah. That's okay. I understand now. <laughs> what? <laughs> more jeeps, man. Got to sell those jeeps. So yeah, I mean, right? yeah, but the sad thing about these accusations, especially in this time and age, is like those are not things to put lightly. You know what I mean? I mean, apparently he's done what his pal said he did cocaine with underage girls in his home. A lot of the cocaine stuff's been coming out, um, or or been thrown about. I don't want to say coming out as if it's like you know verified reputable news, but um. His former nanny claimed that he told her that he wished his ex-wife was dead. Um, that whole marriage breakup apparently was ugly. Like a lot, it's just ugly. I don't want to say like, like sketchy, but there's a lot of stuff ugly about that. You know what I mean? Um, his friends are accusing him of abusing drugs, and mind you, I'm not sure. Again, friends or whatnot, but jeez, is again, it's just yeah. it's a mess. We got the Seth Rogen laughs going on. Oh, I was like, I was like, does something go wrong? I'm not laughing right now. <laughs> um, so on top of the cocaineies, did you guys see that article with when the first picture that Jennifer Aniston had put on Instagram? No, which one? I know she was in the news for talking about Marvel, right? So she did it. It was her and the whole cast of Friends was her first right, Instagram right. photo. So I don't know if you've seen the picture, but if you guys bring up the picture, what it looks like on the table is somebody's cell phone. And it looks like there's like four rails of cocaine on it. And so that that the the Internet's trying to say, hey, hey Jennifer, at least if you're going to take a picture, at least hide the coke before you do it. But, yeah, so it just looks like. Oh snap! Yeah, it's pretty. It, clean. Just, it looks like on somebody's iPhone. There's fucking, there's some fucking cocaine. Like, I mean, I get it. They get their party too, but I guess before you do your first picture, uh, yeah, snort it, wipe it off on your shirt, or put, uh, get the rest off and lick it. Just be smart about it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, selfie time. Oh wait, we didn't get it. Oh, let's not post it. Slide it to the other end of your kitchen island. That would yeah. work too. Or, or at least like pull your shirt up, then nobody will notice. Yeah, I wouldn't have ever noticed. No, yeah, that's never. a good one. You're right. No, no. What? What? Yeah, What's that? That wavy sliding it to the other end of the island. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> but I mean, this. So, what do you think? What does it look like to you? Is that what it looks like? A bunch of coke on a on a on a phone? No question. Either that, or it's some uh, perfectly placed dust in a dusty room, which is an odd place to have a party. It, it, it oddly collected all onto the cell phone. Exactly. In three nice patterns. <laughs> Neatly arrayed. I think that's awesome. Good for you, Jennifer and crew. Party out. Live your Party life. Out. Yeah. All right. Just friends. Okay. I hope they have a theme song and just like a loop as they do it too. I bet you. I guarantee <laughs> you. You know, just go and, at it. Because they're still spending that friend's money on it. Yeah. If I heard that song four or five times, I'd drive me to drugs. So, you know, in, in succession. I still think that's cool, though. I hope they pivot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
So, what do you guys think about uh, the Joker breaking five hundred million worldwide? People are still talking about the Joker. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they still think pieces on this thing. It was a solid movie. Um, I guess I'm not surprised. Solid in the sense that I'm not going to bag on it too much. Like, I didn't enjoy it personally, but I can see why people liked it. I can see it making money, but like, I don't understand. Like, has people are people watching it two, three times? Like. Is Todd Phillips really getting his dream of making a movie that he wants people to believe is deeper than it actually is? Because that's what I think he thinks, and I think the cast believe that as well. And maybe fans of the movie are watching this Endgame style because they agree, like, oh, there's so much more to delve into and figure out when there really isn't. But I don't know. Like, congrats on them. Uh, Make your money. 500 mil is no small little penny, um, especially for a movie like that. So uh, go for it, I guess. Does that mean we can expect the dreadfulness of more DC movies being more RT films? I would hope not. I mean, uh, there's stupid comments out in the internet and Twitter. Oh, we should do a, um, a, a DC villain movie, like character study for each Batman villain before the Batman movie comes out. And it's like, no, no, you should. Yeah. That's yeah. stupid. I, I want if if you don't give me can- Calendar Man and Polka Dot Man. Fuck you, DC. Uh, baby doll, please. Can I get me some baby doll? That would be deep. Okay, because what they handled in 30 minutes was so deep of a character study, the Batman animated series I'm talking about. Give me a two-hour movie with, like, no coherent plot and multiple think pieces afterwards, and that will just fill my uh, craving for a deep, uh, oddly reflected Batman movie. I don't even know. It's stupid in my opinion. So, yeah, I'm with you. I would hope not. I think hopefully this is a one-off, but you know what? With the money, amount of money he's making, we know how the movies work. You know, they'll buy into that and we'll see it with, like you said, Calendar Man or, or Scorpion or any other third-rate, and I'm not saying that compared to the Joker, but any other like B-level villain that they think they can explore. Um, I'm hearing a lot of talk about Mr. Freeze. Actually, I think that'd be interesting, but again, these like superhero-adjacent movies, like do that with like an actual, like, I don't know, other fictional character. Like, let's go with, like, the Pink Panther or something. Like, I don't know. They've already done that movie. Yeah, but, like, a Pink Panther character study, bro. No, I'm Let's do King Tut. Ooh, Chad said X-rated Catwoman movie. Yeah, Zoe Crow, I'll take that. That's so, what I'm Zoe, about. bring me the seats every day. Like, I mean, you know, like, imagine they, they decided, hey, let's make the, let's make, uh, the Batman artsy and slow burn. If they do that, man, no. no. I, I hope they do. I really what? hope they do. Why? And, you know, and here because I want Twilight Batman to fail miserably, so they have to find <laughs> somebody else. Okay. I mean, but you have to suffer That's through watching it for it to why. fail, though. You know what I mean? What's that? But wouldn't you have to suffer through watching it for it to fail? No, I can pass. You know what? I think the only way to make this movie worse how Kevin Smith direct. No, I'm playing. I'm just kidding. Not gonna, oh. not gonna bag Kevin Smith. But we all know Kevin Smith and Batman is not a good mix. Shout out to Matt, who too loves bad, this book. Too bad Unknown Reaper is just in the chat. And he couldn't be online with us to defend it. Uh, yeah, Unknown Reaper is just gonna have to eat it because it sucks. Corbin just told Unknown Reaper to eat a dick. I, I, Batman sucks. No, no, I was saying Batman and Kevin Smith. He'll get the joke. It's, it. I, I don't think that's a good match. That was probably just an odd, out of reach um, insult. I probably should have kept to myself. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> <Why> <laughs> like I get what you're saying, match? huh? 
Why is it not a good match? Because I think okay, like I think that Kevin Smith writes Batman as if Kevin Smith is Batman. Like, like it's not like what's that last one he did? Um, dang, I can't remember the story. Anyway, the one where he was talking about how the first like one of his first missions he peed himself and everything like right. that, that's not that's not Batman. That's 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 funny, I guess. If you're into that, that's it, it, that's it, it that's Kevin Smith counterjecting, huh? It's not so much that it was meant to be funny. What was it meant? That's what I mean. What was it meant to be? Because it wasn't any insight into like he said it for no reason in the story other than to like share a weird it was story. Meant to be damn, that was a badass fucking explosion. I pissed myself. It was it was huge. <laughs> but would Batman ever be in a spot, even when his origin stories, would he ever be in a spot where like, damn, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, like you can't, again, like, as you read, it's like, oh, that's not, this isn't Batman. This is what Kevin, Kevin Smith would think if he was Batman. You know what I mean? Cause I get what you're saying, but like, if you watch any interpretation of Batman in cinema and, and, and books and everything, his origin stories. Did you watch stories, Titans this week? Yes. Yes, I did. Do you still agree? Uh, Titans to me is like that long line between like, DC sponsored fan fiction and um, it was good, but also like that Bruce Wayne is interesting. I like um, I, f- I think his first name is Ian. I like him as an actor, um, but also I think he's just playing a Bruce Wayne that is just there as like to character build a character build for um, Dick Grace in this movie. In this last episode, he wasn't even <laughs> he wasn't even really there. Um, not really going to talk about it, but point being like it was almost it was really cool how they did it. I like that. It was like. Bruce Wayne was playing in Tim's head, or not? Yeah, in um, Dick's head. How he imagined Bruce would react, but I don't know. I just, I just think that those are interesting. But I get what you're saying, Tim. Ultimately, I don't want to stray too far in the sense that you know a Batman movie would be would be rough, and like by that movie being so bad. Whoa. Okay, I'm sorry. Really, Chad. <laughs> Only peed himself in gaslight. Have you seen? Ga- wow, Chad, real cool, real cool. Anyway, I'm, I'm gonna stop. I said my piece. I just think if Kevin Smith directed it, it Bruce would end up getting stoned and not feel like, uh, oh, I'll just go out tomorrow, dude. Thanks for real. Bring up some more, Alfred. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I I think Kevin can do a good job. He did a great job with Green Arrow. I think that was a great run of Green Arrow. That quiver that was, was, that great. was a good run. Um, that, was, that was a good and, run. And I really wanted to see Ben do it. I really did. Really? I, I was really hoping that Ben was going to be able to pull off the Batman movie. Yeah, no, I'm not going to lie to you. That was that was hugely disappointing that he wasn't. And honestly, I don't really want to go too bad into the Joker segment, but um, I think that um, ben Affleck Batman would have worked perfectly with um, Walking Phoenix Joker. Also, Chad, love right back at you. It's all good. I get you. But anyway, I agree with you. Like, that would have succeeded, and I really would have wanted to see that dark, gritty Frank Miller inspired Batman universe instead of us always going for these younger takes on it again and again and again. So I'm right there with you. You don't think a younger Batman, they can make a younger Batman that's gritty? Well, that's the thing. Like, I think they're just going to make it gritty for the sake of gritty. Like, Batman had, you know, he started off dark and inspiring fear and everything but he wasn't like you could tell by the frank miller dark knight returns you know 40 to 45 year old batman it's a different game it's a different stage you know he, he's 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 battle hard and he's battle tested he knows okay hanging off the building's not gonna work i'm just gonna have to cripple you like those types of like dark lines as you're like coming to grips with your own you know 
body and, and fighting crime for so long. Yes, I, I think that we're not going to see that in a younger Batman just because that doesn't show up. I'm waiting for the like, wow. <laughs> they just keep coming for me today. But but you see my original point going, Michael. I'll give you that. I can't you gave me comments, can't say anything to you. No, but but like I get you, Tim. Like, you're not gonna see that in a younger Batman if you do is just for the sake of having it. Whereas if you're exploring the, the psyche, we talk about a character study with the Joker, why not get with that with older Batman? That was the Dark Knight Returns, that was that in a nutshell. We're we're not gonna get that from this. And as bad as Batman Superman was, Affleck gave us that Batman. Yes. Yes, he did. He gave us that Batman. And the warehouse scene was like the Batman scene that everybody, wanted, every Batman fan has wanted to see for years. No matter what you think about that movie, no matter horrible you, how horrible you think it is, that warehouse scene is an epic Batman scene. You can watch that scene over and over again. And it's it's fantastic. And they they completely ruined him in Justice League. And now we're going to get Twilight Batman. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You perfectly broke down that depressing scenario. <laughs> I, you know, I'm I'm starting to lean like I, I'm I'm getting more and more curious as to what the vampire is going to do. You know what happened to that cat? A cat. The one that Curiosity killed. Nah, well, look at you. <laughs> I fell for it. You're right. There's another character build. No, yeah, another slow burner. No, the only thing I'm going to say about that is that I'm I'm going to watch it. Am I looking forward to it? No. Uh, the, oh. <laughs> You're going to play the hell out of that one, aren't you? No. But I, I will say I'm going to watch it, but I'm not looking forward to it. And you're right. I, I actually have more hope for Robert Pattinson as Batman, but it's not the Batman I wanted. And the fact that they're going to make it like the long Halloween, by the way, Kevin Smith joke, if he was doing a Batman movie, it'd be the long 420. But um, anywho, going back, oh. <laughs> there you go. We but don't I'm, know if I'm, I'm not a bad excited. movie. Huh? We don't know if that'd be a bad movie. <laughs> hey, I guess you're right. I mean, we just have a lot of laughing and an ambling plot, but why not? No, I'm kidding. What do you think of the recent castings around Batman? The Batman. The Batman. Zoe Kravitz is great. I like her. Um, I think she's actually a decent actress. So that they uh, were she was, she was in the running originally in the to be Catwoman before, and she got turned down, or they decided to not go with her. Yeah, it almost feels like a shout out to like the 1960s Eartha Kit Catwoman. That's what I'm thinking. In that line of casting, obviously no relation other than that and being black, but like that's what I thought when I saw it. Also, um, Chad doesn't want to watch any part of any Affleck Batman ever again if he could answer in the chat in the chats, Chad. But I want to know why. Um, horror edit Catwoman we're gonna hop on Batman's back and they run through the forest. <laughs> yeah, that'd be closer to Twilight than any Batman movie, I'm sure. But yeah, but I mean, even then, like, okay, you're doing based off the long Halloween. While that book is masterfully done, the illustrations are wonderful. Um, what was it, Jeff Loeb and uh, forgetting his name now, the artist. Um, it'll come to me. Yeah, uh, you said it, yeah, but well, no, but like. <laughs> Like the book was well done, but the book was slow. The book was a mystery. Like it was building up. I don't know if I want that in a Batman movie. I like that they're going to have the return to the Batman detective roots. Great. Not, I don't think there's a single Batman movie. The close I would think is Batman Forever, and that had all of its flaws. That's the close one I can think to Batman actually using a detective mind in the movie. I don't think he used it in any of the Dark Knight run. He definitely didn't use it in Batman or, um, 
um, Batman and Robin or anything there. So I will say that, but I, that doesn't lend itself to a great movie to me. That lends itself to a small, like not small, slow kind of plot building up. And I mean, come on, like it is at the end of the day, like a popcorn flick in the same vein, like any other movie, it'd be deep, but let's get some action. What do you think of Seth Rogen being uh Riddler? Is that confirmed? No, it's gone. It's uh, gone already? Yeah. So that that's when you are talking about casting, and I gave it a thumbs down. It's because the new guy that they supposedly confirmed. Oh, yeah, they Riddler. got his name today. Um, they got the guy from, uh, what's the new movie? Uh, the Girl Next Door. Oh, lovely. Yeah. You, you, you know that movie, right? Yep. Yeah. The guy oh, yeah. they called clits that was in the ended up being in the porno at the yep. end or sorry the sexual education video he's supposed to be the riddler paul right. paul dano dano yeah, yeah you got it close that's his name oh yikes i mean i guess no i, I mean i, I think that better than seth rogan well the other day they said they had jonah hill for something yeah, well, that's the thing. It was going to be Jonah Hill as the Penguin, and then he, uh, I guess, talks went away, and he's no longer going to be in that role. But like, apparently, the fact that he was going to be close, which would have fit like a lot of like fan castings for a while now, and I actually would have been intrigued by that. But apparently, that's no longer a thing at all. They're moving on from that. Paul Dano is really thanks for it. Yeah. Um. Again, I, I, I'm going to watch it, so I'm not going to say anything like negative other than like I'm going to watch it, but I'm not big on it. It's like it's like the Joker. I've been saying that for months. Like. I definitely said I was going to watch it. I was never high on it once they try to move so far away from any comic book tie-in whatsoever. So I'm with you on that to having like a, a definite pessimism like about it. But but then you see the movie and they tried to tie it in. And then they got away from it at the same time with the Joker. That was like the burn for the Joker. What is using a gun? Oh, I... Yeah, no, but was the gun part? No, no, no. Where they tried to like tie it into the books, and then they veered away from it. Mm. You know what I mean? Where yeah. oh, the Wayne element, and then no, there is no Wayne element. Yes, kind of got me. It, you said you weren't going to be affiliated, and then they made you be affiliated, and so you kind of. I don't know. You kind of rained on my parade with that, but it, it is what it is now. Sorry. <laughs> it's not a horrible movie. Uh-huh. The Phoenix did a great job in that movie. Mm-hmm. The movie was very well lit. Yes. The sound engineering was great. Amazing. The, uh, the backdrops for the scenes were beautiful. And, uh, that's all you got to say. <laughs> Thumbs up. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to answer one thing to Chad real quick. Um, I do want to say with his interpretation in Batman or Superman, I'd say Frank Miller Batman because it was the closest like thing to it. But a lot of it was veered away from it. Um, who was it? Snyder even said like he took elements of it and then added his own interpretation of it. So it made it a darker Batman who was doing things that weren't referenced before. So when I say a Miller Batman, I mean like a closest approximation to that being more brutal you know being this big kind of bruiser guy having this less give a fuck kind of appearance mm-hmm. for batman that's what i meant like as far as you know being out of it and everything being drunk that was a big part of it i mean he was batman was taking a drinking and let his you know just this big hulking 
sore muscle by his mid forties in the comics. So I understand. You know, Zack Snyder took that and then grabbed some other elements and bam, huh? So I understand having a sore muscle once in once in a while. Oh, you know, I'm like a mass of sore muscle every day. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, but but I do I think that's ultimately interesting. Yes, I agree. So, what else? Um, I lost my book. My Next on the docket. I lost my page. Oh shit! Let me see. If I can help you out here. I got it. Stop so, that. Captain America, Stop, right? Iron Man. Yeah, and uh, Thor being the three amigos. What do you think about that? I'm good. Dude, yeah, I mean, it, it's it. I think it would be a hard one to top because you know Steve Martin, Chevy Chase, Martin Short. Like, are you really going to be able to top those three guys and the the uh, comedic power that they had then, and you know that they have. Like the what they brought to that movie, there's no way I don't think Robert Downey Jr. and you know I don't think they could, I don't think they would be able to give Match it the that. charisma that that you know Steve Martin has and Chevy Chase has. You know what I mean? Like I don't think there would be just make a different movie with three dudes. You don't have to be the three amigos. It doesn't have to be the same story. Just make a similar movie with three dudes. Come, come up with a new idea, you assholes. You, you have people in Hollywood get paid millions of dollars, and all they do is regurgitate the same bullshit over and over again. Yeah, it's a movie industry, you're right. I get you. I think I'm going to push back a little. I do think they have enough charisma between the three of them, the actors now, but people aren't going to like it just because they aren't the old ones. And the old, they were some damn good actors. So you're right. Like, they have great chemistry. They've done many movies in the last 10 years you know these guys are, are good these guys are good actors but they're not the ones from the last movie and you're right tim you don't have to make a, a remake of it you're doing have a ghostbusters twice in five years you know you're already doing this so many different times um Why are we about to get a new walker texas ranger that is unneeded i yeah yeah anything that fucking uh a winchester does i'm watching doesn't matter. Really, you're gonna walk, walk, watch Walker Texas Ranger? Sam Winchester's in it. I'm watching it. I mean, Did I'm only gonna watch Chuck it if North they North? do it like Rambo: Last Blood and bring back uh, Chuck North for one last go around. But this time, he's more brutal and willing to really kill people now with his karate moves and whatnot. No, I'm fine. I'm, I'm only gonna watch it if he like the little kid goes rolling off the cliff like he did in the original one, or he roundhouses the little kid down the <laughs> roundhouse the kid. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's he didn't roundhouse the kid. He misses the kid coming down the steps. You never seen that episode? No, I, I wasn't a big Walker Texas Ranger fan aside from a couple episodes of my family. I wasn't either. But if you ever watched Conan O'Brien back in the day when it was the late was it the Late Show with Conan or Late Late Show with Conan? When NBC, yeah, NBC bought it. He had a a Walker Texas Ranger lever, and he would play like uh, <laughs> out of out of context scenes whenever he pulled that lever because the company that owned him owned the rights to the show. And there were some gems that came out of that. Oh, that's funny. I'll have to go on YouTube and try to find like the, the reel of them. Yes. It's fantastic. I'll have to do the same. 
So if this was Couch Crunchers, we would say the Three Amigos movie, flub. We would give it yeah. a strong flub, yes. But we would already be asleep already. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Look at the masculine insults there. That's, that's one. <laughs> wow. Gotta show some love to my boys over there. No, I'm playing. But yeah. <laughs> I'd give it a half a couch cushion. <laughs> stop there. Yeah. Half a couch cushion. Sorry. Sorry, it's late on the East Coast, man. <laughs> we, we, we tank out early. <laughs> As long as they have the line, Walker told me I have eight. <laughs> so, what was it? Was it actually throwing shade, or was it just time zone difference? Nobody knows. <laughs> the truth may never come out. You shall never know. Mm-hmm. Is it right? Watch. Still time. It's like <laughs> that should be our. That should be a new transition I'm for like so the next topic. I'm so glad he's not in that. <laughs> is it? Uh, is it Rob Liefeld time? It's Rob Liefeld time. Let's get uh, it. No. Is it? So, Rob Liefeld leaving. He has walked away from Marvel Comics. Do you really care? Does anybody care? Does anybody care? I mean, he did suspend work on Deadpool Bladder Blo- Batter Blood, which is a real shock. I was really looking forward to the end of that run. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know he had it until I looked it up just now. <laughs> I mean, he's threatening to sue him. Of course he's going to walk away. He also had plans for two additional volumes of Major X. So if anyone's into that... Um, Let's shed some tears on our pillow for that one. Oh wow! What a Here we jump. go. This is him walking away from Marvel, <laughs> and he has been shredded. Well, that's sad though. My uh, my LCS threw a, a Liefeld cover in my pull box this week as a joke, and he gave it back. Yes, they they he did it. He was like as soon as he seen me flip to it. He was uh, like on the other side of the counter laughing his ass off. Wow. <laughs> I did read a gem from the article announcing he was leaving or like one of the articles that says the third time in recent memory that he's announced he was exiting projects. So he's big on that. Um, in January, he publicly said he nixed the deal of Netflix for um, projects based on the characters that were in his extreme line of titles. And then um, in August, he canceled plans for more Youngblood um, projects after he had disagreements with the co-founder of that. Or the co-owners of that franchise. So, I mean, when in doubt, it, it appears that Liefeld's out. Sounds like he's the problem. I read an article on We Got This Covered that says he took an absence so he could go to foot drawing school. <laughs> Michael made another similar foot joke. How can you walk away without feet? You know, the world may never know. You... Kind of hobble on over. I'm so out, boys. Egg legs. He has enough money to buy a wheelchair. I mean, he should. That's the sad truth. A Deadpool one. Yes. With a bunch of, with a bunch of pouches on it. Oh, pouches on pouches on pouches. And he's just yeah. pulling shit out of it. Hashtag he's the fucking... 90s were all that. Shit. <laughs> yeah, something else, though. I don't know. I, again, I, I, it's not a huge deal. I mean, we're well, I felt Marvel back and forth, as we all know. Um, 
and we know how Liefeld is about like bouncing off of stuff, you know? He seems to be the kind of guy who's very highly flammable in the sense of I, you know what? Exactly. You said I can't do bye. You said, you know, that one guy you have at the class project who's like always ready to quit. I like the slightest insult. Yeah. Hey man, you know, you need to do a better job of just showing up at what you're saying I can't show up on time? You're saying I'm a failure? I quit. Like, like, no, we didn't say that. And why are you quitting again on a project you have to do? Like, when it comes down to it, comics, what he does, I'm sure he'll be back. Hey, he didn't even go to art school. That's insane. But with his, with I will say that with his level of detail and drawings, like, uh, as much as we make fun of him not being able to draw the lower extremities, um, yeah, he's really good. Like, that's that's all the more impressive that he didn't go to art school, and yet we're still talking about him. I'd say. I, I hope that's farce. <laughs> yeah, right. I held it up pretty well though, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Because there we go. <laughs> I know. I, really, I could really tell that it was character building. Soburn. <laughs> well, life of time was fun. <laughs> it was quick, but it was <laughs> Oh boy. Yeah. So there was a bleeding cool had done an article about it's a it's it's a they they kind of let it as comic shop doesn't let adults in unless they have kids. But, I saw that. I did see but, that. But once you read the article, it's actually kind of a cool concept. So what it is is the point of the store. It's not truly a comic book store. There's a lot of comic stuff that goes on in it but it's not really like you have a pull box all the new releases are there you buy them and you leave and and you talk comics you know what this is is more of a it's more like of a library for comics it's more of a a place where kids can go and draw and learn about comics and talk about comics it's uh so what they do is you pay thirty dollars a month and for that monthly subscription is uh what happens is you get to rent comics you get to rent an issue take it home read it bring it back and what that subscription also covers is like art fees construction paper markers anything for the kids to come in and interact and do stuff revolved around art and comics and uh just learning Okay, so basically that was an elaborate clickbait, but once you read the article, it's really for such a good kind of bring families together using comics as the medium. Yeah, so you can sell like people can like sell comics there, or if you you rent the comic and you really like it, you could buy it for five dollars. Oh wow! So it, you have the option to buy, and you know, they, but the, the, the point is, yes, is to have families there and for a place where people can learn and talk and, you know, without having the comic book atmosphere, it's more of like an art place to go. That's such a cool concept. Yeah. It's actually like, once you're reading the article, you're like, that's actually kind of fucking cool. Like it's just somewhere cool. It's, it's somewhere cool that kids can go and hang out, learn about comics. Yeah. Horror edit. Guess I have to kidnap kids now. Hey, kids, want to come my creepy van to the comic book store? They won't let me in without you, kid. I need you <laughs> for your it. comics. No, exactly. No, this no, is no. My son, right? 
Dilly. <laughs> Tell him how much fun we have reading the comics, kid. I mean, Kelly. But now I thought that was a really cool, like, when you first read the, when you first, because, like, you know, the title of the article is um, Adults, Only Adults with Children Allowed in Brooklyn New Comic Shop. Oh, nice shirt. Snazzy. Look at that, boys. We're like twins now. <laughs> No, I'm playing, but yeah. So I just, it's act. I mean, I just actually, it does sound. It. You're right, Jonathan. It does sound awesome. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool concept. Thanks for that's that's wow. Like, like man, I kind of wish I had one over here. <laughs> but you it, know, like uh, I, I wanted to do something like that at my wife's work, where it was like, what we did was like we got like an artist like someone that could like draw a certain like comic book type character. And what you would do is you could go there, get a drink, get something to eat and you would get an art lesson. So like you wanted to learn to, you know, learn to draw Spider-Man. So we would have somebody come in, (coughs) paper, pencils, erasers already ready for everybody to get there. And then what you would get. So once you were there, you were part of it. And you got to, you know, you got to sit and you got to learn how to draw, you know, Spider-Man. And they would start, you know, just all the steps to be able to do it. And that's something I'd wanted to do for a long time, but it's just some one of those things that was just, how do you get it to pan out? Yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely a concept that I'm, I'm sure is ambitious, but that, that in and of itself, the fact that the model is out there and the model can work, maybe now something can spawn off based off of that in Aries. You know what I mean? Because it's been done now or it's being done. So you have that where you can say, okay, look, this is interesting and it works. Let's bring it over here. Like you said, with art, let's do it over here with like sports or, or, or whatever and have that same kind of concept because it's really interesting. It, it really is. I'm, I'm wow. And I read it earlier and I said the same thing. Like, this is something else. Like I want to do is more of like like an adult thing. Like it was like it was like art in a beer. Okay. You, you, you know what I mean. So like for adults more. Yeah. Okay, that, that's still even then. There's like a lack as someone who works in a library. I can say like a lack of adult programming in general to kind of get out and do things of that sort, where you just kick back, relax, and and engage in something of the arts. Yes. You know? And then we can also do family friendly ones too. Hey, you know, a night, you know, we're. It, I just think it would it would be cool for someone who's good at art to be able to break it down for anybody that comes in. Like they have like you know people who do it when you go to like a house and it's like an art party where where you, there's a canvas uh, and paints and shit and there's like a background. You're mm-hmm. just talking about the shit where people go and drink wine and paint. You're trying to you're trying to bring that into comics. I see what you're doing. Beers and books. Yeah, just something cool where you get to have a couple beers and and like learn how to draw Spider Man, draw Batman, like or something. But yeah, kind of like that painting and wine type of thing, but something cooler than wine and cactuses. I would just like to engage in comic debates while drunk. Cacti, sir. I think it's cacti. Cacti. We don't even have them here, but I'm pretty sure that's the right term. But if it's only one, it's a cactus. True that. Individuals cactus. Multiple cacti. Really weird. I'd say cacti first and then give me some cactus. I, don't know I think it's the same thing with penis. Yes, it is. Pen- uh, we're not going to go there. Yeah. 
<laughs> I was waiting for we already, you, Corbin. We already, we already I, did I would, Corbin. I, I was, I was going to take the bait there. Yeah, I guess I kind of grabbed it, but I'm going to drop it like it's hot right now. <laughs> so I, I, I just think so, something really cool would be like to bring people together. I agree. I agree completely. You know, it's like a it's, call it like a nerd night or something. Nerds night out, boy. Mm-hmm. Nerds are back in town or something. I don't know. There you go. Boom. We we just have a new cover song. We do, don't we? That was good. <sighs> <laughs> Went to P- oh wow, that's funny. <laughs> that's real though, Chad. That's real. Like that's that's how that's how you know. Yeah. Yeah. So anything else you guys would like to talk about? Sheesh, not too much. I mean, it's been been a long week. Always fun to get together with y'all and just talk, you know, hang out a little bit. Um, I wish I had more. Tucson Comic Con's coming up. That's going to be fun, I guess, right? So we got nine people in the chat right now, right? Uh-oh, I see what, I see, I see what Kyle's trying to do here. I think I'm going to do something. All right. You did the drinking game? A giveaway. Oh, a giveaway. I think we should do a I, giveaway. Giveaway I love time. When absolute geek gives stuff away. <laughs> <laughs> so See, and I, Matt can't do that rule where we can't win, so it's wrong. No, I'm oh, That's right. This aggression will not stand. Nope. <clears throat> not today. So I, I will give out the. Okay, if you guys are new, oh, here we go with stipulations. No, no, it's not a stipulation. <laughs> I, just see a, I just see a couple names in here that might not always be in or haven't been in a while. So I'll give you guys an opportunity. Fourth person to to message me on Facebook. Messenger, I I will send you. I will give you the J. Scott Campbell Spawn three hundred one. So that's what we'll do. That's pretty cool. Also, horror edit. Matt is violently uh, away. Matt's got um, it's his dad's birthday, so he's having the joy of hanging out with his family. Yep. I figured he was uh, breaking bread with someone. <laughs> <laughs> he just might be. I mean, you never know. You never know. That, that's a good one. Thank you. Someone else picking up the baton on that one. Uh, <laughs> I have a feeling I'm going to pay for that in the near future. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Give me one second. I just dropped all of my. Brain. He's nothing if not relentless. That Matt. Sitting over there with family, getting his buns buttered. It's on us, Corbin. Huh? It's on us. It's just us it? So we're just the guests. All, right. sh- oh, right. <laughs> oh. all, all my books right, that right I did went off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> my whole stack of books fell. I had to pick them up. It was driving me crazy that one might be the possibility of being bent. But I think we are good. So... How, who you got so uh, far? 
Nobody. I guess nobody wants spawn. Wow, guys, come on, pick it up. Let's get it together. I would message no, you right now, but you know. No McFarlane or Campbell Love. Wow. I guess not. Fuck it, I'll keep it for myself. Now are you doing And it's gone. <laughs> Never mind. It's over. I'm keeping my book. <laughs> it was worth it. It was, it was worth the trial. As, as Matthew said, what, what, what the fuck? What happened? <laughs> oh, Matt showed back up. Oh, yay. Just joking. <sighs> Matt at his butter party. <laughs> Talk about B-Day. <laughs> I'm gonna put some butter on your bread, boy. Exactly. Butter them buns. All right. Let me butter them buns. <laughs> oh, Matt's trying to win. <laughs> oh, because he has his like ruler here. If you're not on the show, yeah, yeah, nice try. But you're not number four, sir. Oh boy! So, well, fuck you guys. Then I'll keep my book. Wow, Nobody message for the spawn book, right? I, I Maybe it's just no it. love for the spawn. I guess not. No love I, for spawn. I feel like I missed the opportunity. You did because you're on the show. <laughs> it's an automatic disqualification. Those are Matt's fucking rules, not mine. Because if that's me, I would have won all kinds of shit from this show. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there's plenty of things I go, oh, that'd be nice. Okay, that'd be nice. Right? Yeah, For man. Real. Sorry, buddy. You can't. Too bad. Snooze you lose. Exactly. You snooze you lose. So, if nobody wants a damn book, let me see. I'm food in that fire. Did you get fired? I think I just got fired. Oh, snap. I, I think he, he's doing that because whoever just buttered his bonds up. Oh! He wants to replace. This is my new love man. The butter man. <laughs> that's, oh, man. That's what's going on with that. Butter buns and yeast infections. <laughs> it had to be one of you guys. I don't think you I gotta make more bread, bro. That's how the bread is buttered. Ha! Okay, let's keep going. So, let me see. I don't got nothing to give out. Damn it! Yeah, I don't think I can get fired. I think I can just get asked not to come back. That won't happen. Kindly clan. I got two more power here. Did you guys read that uh, that um? Story um, from Bleeding Cool. Comic sales increased in Russia after culture minister Vladimir Mendinsky called readers pathetic. He told an audience at the Moscow International Book Fair that it's pathetic for adults to read comics and that comics are for those who can't read well. It's like chewing gum. It's not food. Comic books are aimed at children who are only learning to read. Whoa, rude. Yeah. Yeah, and they said that his comment was pure stupidity. They're for supporting the comic industry, and that sales have increased since then, which is funny. And also, newsflash: I guess I am fired. Corbin is fired. What? 
What? Well, I will just log off right now. Okay. You know I'm who's quitting. fired? You don't gotta fire me. Okay. Matt's fired. Bye. Uh oh. Uh oh. He's getting on. What is oh, that? Oh no. Nah, 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 nah. You know, another malaria. That's better getting off. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Matt, Matt you can make not... a pot roast out of a honeymoon. I can too. Hey, that's a very talented man right there. So you guys should, those are words of wisdom right there. So whose wisdom that Corbin got fired? I'm confused. No, uh, Matthew Scott said he can make a pot roast out of a honey bun. And I said, he's a talented man. You guys should, uh, that guy, if he's got words of wisdom like that to give out, you guys should be listening. Okay. We'll, we'll take that word as gospel over here. You should. <laughs> Let's see. Man, I'm so bummed that nobody wanted to. Duly noted. Don't let it get you down, Kyle. It's always next week. I'll try again next week. Maybe you just try uh, to give away something that nobody wanted. Pot roast honey bun. <laughs> yep, just like that. Are you getting on or what, Matt? Because if not, I'm wrapping this shit up. Well, we gone. No, just joking. What else is going on in the world of nerd? Um, you guys been watching Batwoman? No, so is it getting better? I actually never thought it was that bad to begin with. I think it's okay. I mean, you get that CW element, you know, of um, you know, just not really related to the comics and more of like, hey, we're just gonna talk about whatever topic or have this uh subplot that really doesn't have to be there, but I like the story so far. I've uh, Kate Kane's acting in this one has really grown on me. Um, Alice is very interesting to me. I, I think it's interesting. I think they can go different ways with it. I know apparently they're introducing Hush next episode um, or this Sunday, which I mean, your guess is as good as mine is how that's going to work out. But yeah, I've, I've been actually a fond of that show so far. I mean, the way they've taken it with the direction as far as <laughs> Kate finding out lesbian oh, her. Good one, Michael. I, I mean, listen, it, it, I'm not going to comment too much on, on CW's direction with it. Um, however, I will say that, yeah, I like it. I mean, listen, I think that Arrow was like their Batman adjacent character, which I'd like to begin with. I would have rather have had this from the beginning or or another member of the Bat family. It didn't have to be dark and brooding, which isn't really in Green Arrow's nature anyways. I mean, in some comics it is, but like he's really not seen that way. So I like that Batwoman is taking a different direction. Uh, I think its only flaw really is that it's coming a little like eight years too late now, and in terms of our already having set the standard of the dark brooding villain or hero. So how many episodes have there been? Two. So in those last two episodes, what has happened? Um, Kate like, Kane has returned to Gotham after being me- away. Make me want to watch this when it comes. Make you want to watch this. I'll let you do that. Sell me this pen, Corbin. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Well, I mean, it's 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 based off of Greg Rucka's comic run. Like Kate Kane returns to Gotham. I think the only difference really is the the um the reason behind it. In this case, her girlfriend or ex had been kidnapped by um basically her sister and the, the gang. Um, her sister is name is beth but she disappeared in like a car accident um when they were children and she's re-emerged now um named alice heavily inspired from alice the wonderland her gang is also inspired from that with the mask and everything they're lashing out but the intentions are different in this one i think that um alice comes into this as the villain already knowing 
that Kate Kane is back in Gotham, that Kate Kane is Batwoman. She just seemed to have known that. And she knows that um, her father, who she, I, I would appear, it seems implied that she blames for this incident occurring, that she's lashing out at Gotham, but she's also lashing out as the father, specifically, which makes me believe there's more to the story behind him that meets the eye. But she comes back, they have a confrontation, she frees her ex, finds out her ex is married. That's important only because it lays the ground for more, I'm sure, um, as far as subplots involved with, with Kate's personal life. Um, then, like, the second episode, she's acting more on this, knowing that Alice knows who she is. So she sends, like, these messages that only Alice would understand. Alice and me while killing people, and, like, they end up meeting. Um, and then get uh, she gets arrested because uh, Kate's girlfriend kind of sells out the fact that, like, where they're meeting up at. Um, and then her gang comes and frees Alice. So Alice is back on the run. Um, and Kate's now mad at everyone, which I, I, again, I'm doing a horrible job trying to sell you on this, but the point being, it's interesting. Don't let me talk to you. Cause you fall asleep. You can watch an episode on the CW app. That's free. Um, and then see how you like it. Yeah, we choose her to Gotham by being stranded on the Island, but I think it was more of a self-imposed exile for her. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I see what you're saying. Wow. Michael, that's the next level, uh, arrow joke, isn't it? Yeah, I felt there's no way that they did. That's fucking funny if they did that. I would, if that was really what happened, I would totally watch now because you know the first couple seasons they had to do flashbacks of her on the island. I mean, they they what they've only done one flashback of her on the island, so I I think that's good. I think they're kind of I like the way they're moving on. What she was stranded on an island. No, no, no. In the comics, even though she did, she was on the island. Wow, no, no, no. Anywho. I probably didn't do a good job song on you on it, but just check it out. I mean, it's mad heavily. I just like it because it's not horrible. Uh Um, And I like seeing a a bat character on the CW universe and not having to settle for Arrow as my crappy bat adjacent character. So that's why I'm heavily invested in it. Also, I liked your appearance in um, the Elseworlds crossover, and I like to see how this ties in to this Christ on Infinite Earths. But I'd give it a C plus. I mean, there's a lot better it could be, but it could also be a lot worse. I know, but like you're not getting. Are you expecting high quality like storytelling from CW when you tune in? Like Arrow's great some seasons, but I mean, Supernatural's awesome. Well, yeah, but Supernatural kind of precedes that, really. I mean, Supernatural gone for 15 years. Oh my goodness! All right, so Corbin, you're we're all fired. Um, (laughs) Corbin, you're hella fired. (laughs) You from now on, you raise your hand whenever you have anything to say. All right. Wow, man. I'll butter I'll butter your bread, motherfucker. All right. <laughs> Second of oh, all, man. okay. Your take your buns, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Way to make that prison style. No. <laughs> Second of all, your take on on the Batman stuff is way way ridiculous. Seriously? Yeah. How so? Because if you've got a problem just because Batman pissed himself on his first night out, you've got bigger problems. Because if you're not going to piss yourself your first this night guy. out fighting crime. This guy. It's, it's not even that. It's what it represents. Like, Batman didn't come into this, like, 
not knowing what was going to happen. Does this look like a man who, oh, I didn't expect that explosion to be so loud. Oh, I'm pissed myself. Even better. Does it look like he's the guy to tell you about it? Listen, you just he sit there. Explosions. Listen, you just, just sit saying. there and you take your calls, Mr. Telemarketer. <laughs> All right. Oh, really? Because I have that. that. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know the audio quality so much better now. Corbin is standing by to take your, your purchases on any absolute geek item that you're looking to buy. Uh, you know what? Lights out. How's that? Yeah. Uh, you want, you want, you it didn't want even that? change. Your light didn't even change. <laughs> You might as well not even have the lamp on. <laughs> Whatever, man. Whatever. Enter the code. Absolutely. Your lighting didn't even change. <laughs> you guys are okay. Stop ragging on me. I get it. I get it. Fine. How was the birthday? It was good. Until I hear someone talking about butter and bread. <laughs> were you were you were you listening to it at dinner? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I hope it was the butter, the bread part. It was. Yeah. A, it was a great. It's been a great show. I don't know, man. You've been in for a treat. Mm. <laughs> Fired. <laughs> okay. It's been, it's been a great you run, go, guys. You can go back to playing on the playground of comics. Oh wow! And first, wow. And, and secondly, you'll never, you'll never be able to get into an artsy comic book shop because you don't have any kids. The only one here that can get in is Kyle. Uh, okay. Okay, I'll I'll let you come along, Matt. Third of all, you gotta you gotta try to wait when I'm not on the show to bust my chops. That's, that's a low that, blow. That's, that's a low that blow. <laughs> Shots fired there. A low blow. Okay, okay, maybe maybe it is, but it, it come on now, you wouldn't. It's it's right there. I, know. I had some fire jokes. I don't really get them when you're here for whatever reason. I have to yeah, capitalize. It's because I can rebuttal and I usually <laughs> come back with even better jokes. Okay. 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 I, I'm down. Oh, boy. <laughs> Did you have anything you would like to discuss? Are you are you running your phone sex operating business as you're doing the podcast? <laughs> no. 1-800-McNugget-Dunker? <laughs> you want me to take my shirt off? I- are you serious? <laughs> you guys are going. No, I'm not. Okay, so Matt. all that money that I pay every month goes to Corbin. Yep. <laughs> oh wow. That's who. That's who you're looking at. He says his name is Sheila. <laughs> when Sheila and her friends are rubbing each other, it's just Corbin sitting there rubbing his eye. That was the name of my ex. Don't so, bring that in there. <laughs> oh. Oh. I pay the monthly subscription. To McNuggetDunker.com. <laughs> and, and, Corbin, and Corbin, you can't you can't get your van fixed. <laughs> oh, the only one. Wow. <laughs> wow. That, it's a good one. I see it. Y'all coming for me. I have nothing. I can't even fight back. Wait a minute. Maybe it's McNugget Dunker not that. Sorry. You're was, you're so bad on tonight's show, Corbin. You're getting demoted to couch crunchers. <laughs> what? That's where you're going. Couch crunchers. Dude, it's been Kyle. Speak up for me. I've been a good showmate. Yes. Chad, if you have to ask how much a ZJ is, you can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Matt's coming out firing. Jesus. I listened right? to an hour of just sitting there fuming like oh, I'm gonna bust his chops. <laughs> Damn! Yeah, you you've not been waiting. Wow. Okay, that's that's. I have good show though. You. I'm fresh glad out I of could, jokes. Glad I could come here and interrupt your guys' flow. <laughs> Just killing me, man. Oh, What's yeah, the yeah. matter, Tim? I come in and you got to be quiet, huh? Are we recording? He's in, <laughs> he's intimidated by you. I saw him. I saw him at a uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. 
He said two words to me, and that was it. Which two words? What's up? No. Go oh, away. No, maybe it's, maybe it's three words. It was, oh, you're Smooch here. Smoochies. So it was like Please three go or four words. He yeah. said, oh, you're here. Yep. That's all he said. Better. I thought he might have said snoochy boochies. Nope. Oh, you're here. Wow. Did you say it with a smile or more like a smile? <laughs> <laughs> you are getting your money's worth on that noise, aren't you? What, what does Seth Rogen laugh? <laughs> I must have missed that part. You've been getting it all day. Have you? Are you getting oh, the vapors sure. over there, Ke- there uh, Corbin? No, I'm battling. Over there, a, get, a, over there getting the vapors? No, I'm battling an attack of the sniffles. Uh, oh, my God. The sniffles? You must have been hanging out with Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm battling an attack of the sniffles. Okay, what else else I'll say? You're going to jump on me for that? Okay, Matt? Like The sniffles? All right, man. Dude. Has it not been your day, your month, your week, or even your year? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I'll be there for you, even when you have a cough, do cold. (laughs) I've been battling a case of the sniffles. How about I have a runny nose? Okay, okay. I, I don't, what do you want me to say? I have a runny nose. Yes. Okay, hey, thank like, you. Just jumping on me today. Jeez. I think, I think it's no dramatic <laughs> if you have a case of the sniffles. It's, it's, it's more dramatic. It's it's the truth. It's a case of this. It came up out of nowhere just before we started recording. And that's why I have my moisturizing wipes right next to me with lotion on them. They're puffs. <laughs> Plus lotion. Okay, so... You know, it, it's, it's it's helping me out because it's it's been it just came out of nowhere. You know, I really should be should be tied up for my bravery dealing with this here. Not being bravery. jumped on. <laughs> what what is having to be? What does have being married have anything to do with anything? Yeah, I'm Did confused I miss by that as well. Horror edit. So you got any topics, Matt? Now that you're here. No, I think you guys, uh, you guys pretty much covered everything. I just wanted to come in here and bust Corbin's chops because he was getting away with running oh, his mouth. Man. Oh my gosh! I knew we should end the show 15 minutes early, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I tried. No. Snuffleupagus. You're fired, Corbin. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna secure a spot for you on Couch Crunchers tomorrow. This has been but a great already, swan song. You already work on Couch Crunchers, so. You already are a couch cruncher. Oh, well, I mean, okay, okay. So you're you're blaming the net. Wow. Ah, I can't win today. You got me. You got me, Matt. Okay, I'm burned. I'm, I'm another shade darker. All right. After Yikes. the burn I received. Yeah. Yeah. That's why the lights are out. Shit. I don't got nothing to give away. Oh, Matt. I'm oh, married. Matt, I'm married to three words. <laughs> okay. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good, good one. That was a good one. Good job. Yeah, you can say it to him, but I can't. Give that give man, give that man a spawn three hundred one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting up the floor. Go find me now. Get better, Corbin. <laughs> cover to cover Corbin's hospital bills. All you need to do is donate thirty cents a day. What thirty cents a day will do is get him Kleenex. It will help him flush his toilet. It will help him. Take out the garbage. It'll help him with Benadryl. Thank I you. Can't, I can't get over Corbin's headset. Call me now for your free Daryl reading. 
Hello, Absolute Geek Podcast. Please hold. Yeah. Hello, Absolute Geek Podcast. Please hold. Then he's on mute. He, he's not even talking. He muted himself. <laughs> <laughs> he's taking he's taking your calls as as we speak. Hello, Absolute Geek Podcast. Please hold. Pod aid. Pod aid is now. Now he's taking those calls. Uh, if you're gonna talk, unmute yourself. I was talking right. myself. I said you guys are really going after me right now. I just had to sit there and take it. Okay, you guys. I thought I needed new audio equipment. This is where I mute my. So he mutes himself again. Please hold while I transfer you to Kyle's voicemail. Okay. 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 <laughs> Now I've, I've got the sniffles. Okay, really? Did you guys talk about how shitty John Romita art is now and how why he keeps getting work? No. No. Uh, I actually tend to think he's a good artist. I'm just <laughs> All right. right well, there with uh, Rod Liefeld as the, as the annals of great artistry that we're blessed to have in our presence on a regular basis. I did my part. I just wanted to come in here and bust Corbin's chops. Because I heard him say at least nine times something about buttering bread. Okay, listen, I gotta get all those jokes in. And some of them, if listen, if if the community gets those jokes and they vibe with it, I have to keep it alive. All right? Uh, I was falling asleep. I was part oh, of the God. community. I was falling asleep. <laughs> okay. I was like, this this joke is this joke is lame. He's dropped about seven times. All right, listen, listen. Listen. Oh my god, I'm done. I'm done. I'm Thanks done. for joining us from the call center, Corbin. <laughs> yeah, you guys are a mess, and I have to use the rest. Right. Hold on, I wanna I wanna join the Corbin Club. Oh shit, Matt's gonna bust out the uh Absolute Geek Podcast, please hold. <laughs> Absolute Geek Podcast, please hold. Lord, okay. Okay, you win. You guys win. Yes, I will reset your password for you. Please, Dickie. One second. I'm going to put you on a brief hold. <laughs> you try turning it off and back on again. Now all we need is some hold music to play us out. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for having me on, guys. It's been a great show. I love, I love the show, and I love what you guys are doing. Keep up the great work, and uh, can't wait to hopefully come back sometime. <laughs> yeah man i mean i'll have to talk to the guys and see but you know we might be able to work something out yeah maybe we'll have to have a couple discussions afterwards but i think that'll wrap up tonight's episode of a fun a night without yeah uh, <laughs> <this> motherfucker <laughs> hey we can keep going I, i'll podcast for hours <laughs> i mean i'd be down but Man's got to work in the morning. Who's got to work? Me. Ooh. Oh, wow. I just got the joke. <laughs> Message this one or your person. <laughs> I like the hold music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. All right, boys. Well, for the Absolute Geek Podcast, I'm Kyle. I'm Corbin. Uh, I'm Tim. I was going to go before Matt. Thanks, Jose. I, I was never here. <laughs> oh, no. Are we recording? Thanks, so, Jose. Okay, before we leave, real quick, 
I want to let I want to remind everybody of a couple things actually. Oh, false alarm! It is a false alarm. Um, I would like to remind everybody about the road to two hundred. We're getting we're getting more and more people every day. So shout out to everybody. I appreciate it. Once we get to two hundred, I'll give I'll give one lucky person that one in one hundred. Uh, Alex Ross. We have the podcast drinking game. Please message me if you want to play so I know to send it to you every week. You can just just find me on Facebook. Fight, just send me a message on Facebook. <laughs> messenger today. Just, just fight him on Facebook. Just find me on Facebook. Um, and just to say, hey, send me the list every week. Like I, like I tell everybody, nobody else on the show knows what the words are. I'm just a normal. <laughs> so, if you guys want to play, smoke, drink, whatever your thing is, let me know so I can include you guys. Um, remember to like and subscribe. Remember to leave us good messages. I don't like bad ones. Um, so, go on Apple iTunes and say this is the greatest podcast. Are you, are you taking a page from Tyler from Couch Crunchers now? What's that? Uh, or no, sorry, not Tyler. Max, if you have a, if you want a review, leave us only good ones. I don't care about your bad one. Yep. <laughs> but no, I want to thank everybody for hanging out with us tonight. And you guys all have a fantastic week, and we will see you next week. Yeah, turn into Couch Crunchers tomorrow night, where you'll see Corbin on his new home. No, no you won't. I'm not gonna. I'm not, Fired. Oh. Fired. <laughs> <laughs>